0: The Reinvent You podcast is designed to provide tangible advice that will help transform those who have experienced a divorce or a breakup into rediscovering their voice, regaining their power, and obtaining their freedom by focusing on mindset, emotions, finances, health, faith, love, parenting, and building meaningful relationships. These weekly talks are designed to assist individuals to become the best version of themselves in their personal lives, families, and professional environments. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode seventy six of the Reinvent You podcast. I am your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you so much for joining me this week. So today's topic um, that I wanted to talk about on the podcast was dealing with disappointment. And what made me want to discuss this is because when it comes to disappointments in life, the truth is, is that disappointments really are inevitable. They are meaning that they're unavoidable, they're unpreventable, and they're, they really are just bound to happen. And so we really can't avoid disappointment and we can't prevent disappointment from happening. And I know that even though we may logically get that, it becomes hard to mentally and emotionally comprehend it, especially when it's something that did not come out in the way you hoped it would. And when it comes to something such as a divorce or even a breakup, Disappointment tends to follow. And let me be clear as to why it does, okay? Chances are you may be currently disappointed in the outcome, right? As I just stated, when something doesn't turn out in the way we hope for, it breeds disappointment. And what that means is that we're now having to face the reality of an unmet expectation that isn't in alignment with what we expected, all right? So in other words, the current expectation doesn't necessarily match the current outcome. They're not in alignment. Chances are you may be disappointed in the process of it all. When relationships dissolve, there are layers that has to be unfolded. They are. And there are many things that you have to face, you have to deal with behind the scenes. And I think one of the biggest misconceptions is all the things that has to be unraveled. I really do. Because when a person is on the outside looking in, they only see you and your formal partner. But what isn't displayed are the other factors that cause a disappointment, like your children, the finances, the the family dynamics, your friends, the time that's been invested, um, the legal side of things if necessary. Not to mention just creating new identities. Okay, because You have to reestablish a new normal and rebuilding that can seem disappointing in the beginning. Okay, chances are you also could be just disappointed in yourself. Failure can feel very real right now because maybe you feel like I did everything I could to make it work. Maybe people looked up to you and you feel like you may have failed them, such as your kids, family, friends. You feel like you may have even failed God. And the outcome for you at this point reflects who you are as an individual. And that can bring embarrassment, shame, or even guilt. Okay. Chances are you could be disappointed in your formal partner, right? Maybe you weren't the person who wanted to leave, but because of the unhealthy dynamic, it probably was the healthiest choice to make. Or maybe you feel betrayed because based upon the decisions that, they were repeated, that were repeatedly being made, it really wasn't displaying an example of the love and respect you thought they had of you and the relationship, but also themselves. And so the bottom line is that none of this is easy. However, what's more challenging is staying in this energy of disappointment. And one of the things that I emphasize a lot about the feelings that we have is that feelings are an energy, all feelings are right? So if you have a feeling of joy, it breeds a certain type of energy. If you have a feeling of peace, it also breeds a certain type of energy. So if you have a feeling of disappointment, it will also breed a certain type of energy. And when I'm referring to energy, I'm referring to the results from the feeling or effects from that feeling. So if disappointment becomes unresolved, it results in things such as constant depression, anger, hopelessness, fear, sadness, unhappiness, you know, and and so what happens is that the more constant something is, the more it seems to be your reality. And you also start to lose vision of what is good for you and the world around you. So in a nutshell, when we hang on close to this feeling of disappointment, it unconsciously becomes a part of your identity. And what I wanted to do on today's episode is that I want to give you three things on what you can do to deal with disappointment, okay? The first thing you need to give yourself when you want to deal with the disappointment that you feel is that you have to give yourself the gift of truth with zero judgment, okay? That's the first thing you have to do. You have to give yourself the gift of truth with zero judgment. And here's what I mean. When I say you need to give yourself the gift of truth with zero judgment, this isn't the time to minimize, mute, or be in denial about how you're truly feeling. Neither is this the time to criticize yourself, judge your feelings, neither judge the outcome of this experience. Okay? And the reason why I say you need to do both is because many tend to do one or the other. So it's like they're honest about how they feel, but they judge themselves harshly in the process, or they judge themselves on the outcome of this experience while suppressing how they really feel about what has taken place. And being okay with not being okay is allowing yourself to be human, which also gives yourself the ability to just be normal. And when you go into this space of realizing that I'm human, I'm normal, you're now able to give yourself a level of grace. You're now allowing yourself to feel unapologetically. You're now allowing yourself to get curious. You're allowing yourself to seek help if necessary. And you're also allowing yourself to deal with it properly. And when it comes to disappointment, it typically comes from what we expect and what we hoped for. Okay, so right now you're in an uncomfortable space between what you hoped for versus what it really is. And what you're experiencing right now is a loss. I want you to understand that you're experiencing a loss of hope, a loss of what was planned, a loss of maybe a dream and even a loss of companionship. And giving yourself the space and the permission to be honest with zero judgment, helps you grieve intelligently. Because if I can be honest, everyone doesn't necessarily grieve intelligently. And what I mean by that is that they don't grieve on purpose. And when it comes to grief, I do understand that it's different for everybody, meaning that everybody's process is different and everyone's time frame doesn't look the same. However, what I'm referring to when I say grieving intelligently is that it should be only a season of your life and not a cycle. If you've been following me, you know I say that religiously, is that your grief should be a season of your life and not a cycle of it. And I hate to say this, but some people truly are attached or have become attached to their pain with no intention on getting through it. And when you want to grieve intelligently, when you decide to grieve intelligently, it helps you feel, it helps you release, and it also helps you move on. And when we give ourselves the ability to be honest with zero judgment, we're also giving ourselves the permission to know that this won't last forever. This is why you have to do this step, okay? So this is the first step. The first thing you need to give yourself is that you have to give yourself the gift of truth with no judgment attached to it, okay? That's the first thing. The second thing you gotta do is that you have to give yourself the ability to manage your expectations. That's the second thing you have to do. You have to give yourself the ability to manage your expectations. Again, when we're talking about disappointment, we're also talking about the unmet expectations that we hope for. And what tends to happen is when that expectation isn't the reality, a few things can take place. Our self worth becomes attached to the current outcome. So, in other words, you only feel worthy if this expectation was obtained, right? And that's that can be a very dangerous thing to do because your worth is always going to be shaky and very questionable, especially when it's not. It didn't work out the way you anticipated. Another thing that can take place is just the inability to adjust. Okay. When it comes to expectations, we confuse that with standards. Okay. So expectations and standards are different. When it comes to standards, standards is a level, it's like a baseline of quality that drives effective actions and good decision making for yourself. All right. So I want you to think of the word yourself. So these are basically your guidelines for you. So, in other words, standards are more of what's in your power. It's more of what's in your control. When it comes to expectations, expectations is more of a strong internal belief that something will happen in the future or a feeling that someone or something is going to achieve something. So expectations is more strongly tied to your own preferences. Right? Expectations is more about entertaining the idea of how you would like things to turn out or how you would like people to perform or act. Okay? So expectations is more of what isn't in our control. And when you become so fixated on your expectations, on how it should have turned out, you can also limit your ability to adapt or alter them. Okay? So let me give you all an example. I always tell you, I like to be the example because I was like this as well. When my divorce took place, I struggled with the expectation of myself and my ex. I did. Um, I, I judged myself a lot based on the outcome. I had a mindset of believing that everything I touched or everything I was connected to was supposed to turn into a certain outcome. And if that outcome didn't meet the expectation, then I connected that to my worth and also connected that to the level of my success. And with that expectation of thinking that I can control every outcome based upon my effort, that also placed a false expectation of my marriage. Because at that time, unconsciously, I held him to an expectation that he either wasn't aware of, he couldn't perform or never displayed because for me, my expectation was that if I did all these things, then my expectation will be met. And what that created internally was anger, irritation, and a loss of false power. What I end up having to do is that I had to humbly surrender to my expectations of others as well as myself and only live up to my standards. And what this meant was, I couldn't control everything, only myself. This also meant to learn the importance of effective communication. So in other words, not assuming or thinking someone should have done something a certain way. It also meant for me was that we're all different people. We come from different walks of life And we don't see everything the same and we're not going to do everything the exact same way. And so when you learn to manage your expectations, it prevents them from managing you. The second one can be a tough one. It really can. Um, However, when you get to that place of really understanding that you, you, you can't control every outcome, it really does free you. Um, I struggled with this for a very long time and it played a lot on my worth, my confidence, my self-esteem. It made me want to control absolutely everything um, in a way that I wanted the outcome to be. And it was exhausting. And I didn't realize that that was that was what I was doing until I really did some inner work. This comes from a level of inner work that you have to dive deep into. And here's the thing, too. Let me add this, because One of the things that I used to always like argue about was I just want the best for them, right? I just want the best. And yeah, you might do, but that may not be what they wanna do or that may not be what they define as their best. Because when we have this belief of what their best should look like and they're not meeting the expectation that we've had, it's always going to play a huge impact on all your relationships. And so being able to surrender and let go, helps you, it helps you. So that's the second one. The second one is you have to give yourself the ability to manage your expectations, okay? And this is the third one. The third thing that you need to give yourself when dealing with disappointment is that you must give yourself permission to be open to other possibilities, okay? That's the third one. The third one is that you have to give yourself permission to be open to other possibilities. When you're in constant disappointment over a particular outcome, your focus, which also means your energy, is more directed on the end result of that previous experience. That's what tends to happen when you really spend your focus on a particular outcome that didn't work out. And the more we continue to revisit this experience, from a constant place of disappointment, we're also not leaving room or space to create openness for new possibilities, okay? So in other words, we're not really seeing beyond what we currently are. And as I mentioned earlier, constant disappointment results in loss of vision on what's for you. So you're unable to see past what's current. And the more we embrace and channel our energy onto better possibilities, The more we start to accept the reality of what's current and the more we accept what is taking place from understanding that there's more to life than just this particular experience. You're now giving yourself the ability to create a new normal and focus on the next chapter of your life because constant disappointment can hold you hostage. A chapter of your life. I mean, it can just literally keep you in a place of stagnation. And being in mental and emotional hostage can make this chapter seem and feel like the entire book of your life. And so, being open to what can be, as opposed to being focused on what was, helps you accept what is taking place with no judgment. It also helps you turn the page, okay, Which, which also lets you know that this was only a season of my life. And it also helps you pick up the pen and write a new story. And what this does is that it helps you reframe your experience, it helps you manage your expectations, and it also helps you recognize what's in your power. I'm telling you, when you are able to take a step forward, and you repeatedly take the steps forward, you start to get into a place of peace with your past. You start to get in a place of peace of what was and that disappointment becomes distant, okay? So that's all I wanted to share today on this episode. I wanted to talk about disappointment because we all experience disappointment. Um, as I mentioned earlier, it's inevitable. We can't prevent disappointments from happening. And there are going to be things that um, breed a level of disappointment. And one of those things can be relationship dissolution. And when you understand the importance of realizing that this may be how I feel at the moment, but most importantly, this doesn't mean I have to stay here. All right. So please make sure that you are following me on my social media handles. My Facebook and Instagram is Miss Tanya Speaks. That's M S T O N Y A S P E A K S. Also, please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you can receive notifications on when the next podcast will drop and also leave a review. If you know that this podcast has been very influential on your journey of healing, and personal growth and development. I would truly appreciate it if you head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And last but definitely not least, share this information, okay? We share everything else. And if you know someone who could be going through a season of disappointment, pass this message on to them. Just share the link and let them know, hey, I heard this today and I thought about you and I think this will be helpful in the season of your life as well, All right. So thank you all for tuning in with me this week. You all have a wonderful and amazing week and I will see you next time.